At FedEx, we're making reusable packaging our priority because Earth is our priority. Our goal is to be carbon neutral by 2040. We call it Priority Earth. FedEx, where now meets next. <laughs> Adventures in Deadland. I can't even, if you're jamming to the intro, I can't hear it. The intro goes right here. Adventures. Deadland. Welcome to Adventures in Dadland. My name is Colfax. That is my friend, Terrible. And we are uh, hanging out on a Tuesday evening, doing yep. some recording. Uh, one good thing, it's a dude, I'm trying not to be distracted. So hard not to be distracted. Well, dude, here's the thing. This is, I got my, I'm getting my fence, like the gate put up and part of my fence replaced. It'll be the first time in like eight months. I have a full fence around my backyard, which is huge. It's, it's been way too long. Right. <laughs> and I'm having them build a gate. So when my neighborhood went up, apparently like fenced in backyards weren't a thing. Like there was a lot of open backyards. Right. I don't, so how like, do you feel about that? Before we go on, how do you feel about the open backyard? Um, I don't know. It's not that big a deal when you don't have kids, but like when you have kids and maybe if you have animals and stuff, you kind of, listen, I had a coyote coming to my backyard last year. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. It was freaking scary. My son was like, it looks like a big dog. And I was like, holy crap, that's a coyote. They went out there. I was like, y'all like that. And it ran <laughs> off. Man. So it's kind of been on the list to do, but like the kids are fine. They play in the backyard. They play in the front yard, but like, I've never had a fenced in backyard. It's kind of like an ice maker on a fridge. Like everybody should have one, but, but if like you don't have one, then it, you don't know what you're missing out. So it's fine. So finally I'm going to have like a fully fenced in backyard, but here's the point. One is they're taking the old fence out right now in front of me. I can see out my window. Um, they called me this morning. They're like, Hey, do we want to put up the one by fours or the one by sixes? And I was like, well, what was up before? And they were like one by fours. And I'm like, well, let's do that. And the guy was like, well, one by six is a lot more modern, a lot nicer. And I was like, oh, and then I felt peer pressured. So now I have one by sixes going up, dude. I'm <laughs> but I felt dumb. I was like, I'm not good at fences. I'm just hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? It's probably because it stands out. Right. So like if you have like a fence that looks really good as you're driving by or walking by, or maybe like somebody, you know, there's always the nosy, nosy neighbor with their binoculars looking around. And then they're like, oh man, look, that new fence, that looks interesting. People have FOMO, then they buy in. They're like, who did you get that fence from? That's how they well, get new leads. That's it. It's not that it's fancy. It's that it's different. Well, it, I, my neighbors across the street have the same fence, so it's not that different. But oh, okay. so now I have a new fence going in. That's pretty exciting. But I have guys like running around my backyard. I feel like not a man because they're out there like drilling and sawing and like doing things. And I'm in here recording a podcast with my friend Gerbil. You're soft, dude. You're so soft. Uh, <laughs> no, I know. I feel soft about it, dude. I feel real soft about it. Uh, dude, lots of great feedback about our episode last week where we talked about the social dilemma and effects on people's psyche and the way social media is affecting people. Like yeah, I've man. had a, a bunch of people reach out. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go backwards and listen to that one because I think it's serious, but I think it's, it's pretty fun and it's pretty cool. And it's eye opening. Like for us, I always have to step back and say, you know, this isn't that crazy to me, but I am like the devil when it comes to data. So, you know, anything that hits my way, I'm just like, yeah, I do that. And people are like, their minds are blown. It's like that emoji with like the, 
like yeah, the yeah. explosion. They're like, you could do what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's different, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a lot, and I think it's pretty cool that we can do it, and I think it's pretty scary that it's happening. It's it's very multifaceted, and we spent like forty five minutes on it last week, so we won't we won't rehash all that. But know that like it's out there, and uh, you know, do what you're gonna do. I think we should actually double down and do we a second change, one. We should change the the trajectory of our own podcast to just be social and data. Then maybe MIT will pick it up and then we can be the dads of MIT. All right. Well, maybe we should make a second podcast about data and social networks. We can just talk <laughs> about TikTok. Of course, then we're going to take the TikTok out of our <laughs> talking points here. Uh, you know, finally enough, our friend, Let's pimp his. We have a friend that's on TikTok now, and I don't think he'll be mad at me for saying it, but he's out of the key demo for TikTok. Zaja the mini cow. Dude, right? yeah, Zaja the mini cow. Z S A Z S A, the miniature cow. Yes. On TikTok. And it's, dude, it, have you seen it? Yeah, have you it's seen great. TikTok? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little good. cow. It's a cow that looks like a dog. It's like a little cow. I, I love anybody who gets onto TikTok. Because I, it's just a fun, A, it's fun to be. It, it's a fun place to be. They make it interesting to kind of edit video within there. So you don't have to be like, that's the thing that always scares me about these video sharing apps is like when you get in, do you have to have a fully produced video or can you just use whatever? Yeah. And they go either way, which is nice because then people that are like doing professionally made videos, spending a week cutting something, yeah. can go and do on there. And then, I can go out there and be like, oh my gosh, what did I just click? It looks weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, it's great. And our friend Roger is a king for having a TikTok page now. I like, see I'm what fully, you did there. I fully support him, Zsa the miniature cow at TikTok. At Zsa Selfless plug. Cow. You can follow us at German Sausage, Sausage King LLC. You've been so TikTok. good at You've been so good about this podcast, TikTok. I am, so we've split it. He's taking care of the TikTok and I'm taking care of the Twitter. It's Sausage King LLC at Sausage King LLC. But really <laughs> all I've done is like reshare that we make podcasts. I need to get better about the Twitter. You've been, you've been outshining me with the, with the, with the, the Twitter, uh, with the uh, TikTok post. I need to get my, step my game up a little bit. And I've, I've definitely been doing things that I don't think are, weighing well for a lot of people but at the same time i don't care it's just content that makes me laugh and that's all that i need um you know go ahead i was gonna say real quick uh just because we're not rehashing all of the social stuff i was wondering if people would be interested if i did like an in-depth go at tiktok to see if i could get more people in there yeah, you should. We talked about this. Gerbil's gonna, I'm going to commit you to it. He's going to make a video explaining how you can start your own TikTok and best practices, and everybody's going to watch it. I like it. All right. Let's do it. Um, while we're on social, and this is a good thing, and uh, uh, interesting, so Among Us, we'll talk about this too fast. And one, there's a game out there called Among Us that a lot of the Twitch streamers are playing and the YouTubers are playing. Like, my kids watch it all the time. It, it's everyone from, like, the edgier people on Twitch are playing it and even like the kid friendly channels are playing it on, on YouTube. And I have it downloaded on my phone. It's, it's, it's a, basically a phone game, but it's this game where you're, uh, you know, on a spaceship and two people are, uh, intruders, assassinators. I can't remember what they're called. Um, I think two people, imposters, aren't imposter, they imposter. that's what it's called. It's called. So your job is to try and kill everybody on the ship 
or sabotage the ship so they can't survive. And the crewmate is everybody else, the crewmates, and they're trying not to get killed and they're trying to do little tasks so they succeed. It's like a social engineering game. A lot of people online play with, with, uh, with uh, Discord so you can talk to each other. And it's, it's basically everybody trying to find out who the hidden killer is. It's like Clue, except on the internet and with space people. It's a huge hit. And people, and, like, the thing is, is I was watching some people play today because he told, he told me I should. Yeah. And it, it's, it, it's funny, dude. Like, people, yeah. they get themselves into interesting situations, and then they just start slinging, like, playfully, playfully. They start slinging mud on each other, like, I think they're the imposter because they did this. They stood still for too long in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude, it's a phenomenon. Yeah, it's fun to watch. Well, AOC put on Twitter yesterday that she wants to start a Twitch channel and start streaming among us. And How funny is that dude? Twitch is going to be big for politics moving forward after that. Yeah. I don't know if I want that, but well, I listen, I watch a lot of streamers that like restrict. They're like, don't talk politics in my chat or we'll ban you. Like it's a rest. <laughs> but I, I think it's okay. I mean, look, if she wants to play among us online, I mean, do nothing wrong with that. I can tell you that shit Twitch chat is a brutal place and Dude, they are they're no holds barred when it comes. I to hope them. she's got some good moderators to, to to try and you know, I don't know. It's weird and it's cool. I think it's weird because it's I mean, look, it, it, she wants to play among us. She's a pretty public figure, you know. And I'm I'm we're, I'm being consciously not political about this. But I think it's also cool because we talked about this in last week's episode, like our lawmakers, a lot of them are old and have trouble understanding the dynamics of the internet. Mm -hmm. Like they're going to have a hard time passing legislation about Facebook or about TikTok or whatever else is going on because they're not active users. Well, so on the, wait, the other wait, side, go, go ahead. Real quick. Sorry. To, I keep trampling on you and I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all right, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I just get, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. Um, so uh, one of the first times I saw a lawmaker on a social channel, it was Vine and it was Bernie Sanders. And I was like, what is this old white guy doing on Vine? It threw me off to start. Oh, but I think that's good. I think yeah. them trying to use, I mean, look, Twitter's like a freaking cesspool at this point because of <laughs> politics, but like watching everybody else, I think having a basic understanding of modern culture and technology is important for politicians. You know what I mean? Like I'd like to see them use more than Twitter and Facebook, like experiment a little bit with it. You know, I, I don't know. I think it's fine. And I think, yeah, I, I think a lot of younger people are communicating exclusively online, particularly because of the pandemic. So if you want to connect with like the generation Z, like that's where it's at, dude, I think. I just told somebody about bite whose whole job they created an app essentially like yeah did a code to monitor every single click and viewpoint on a website uh -huh. and they didn't know about bite they were like oh are you on some newfangled thing like tiktok and i was like bro tiktok's old you need to be a bite and he was like wonder, what is that <laughs> i wonder if bite's gonna take off now that tiktok's kind of weathered the storm of of controversy well, or people have forgotten about it you know no, I, I think it's it's just a different demographic, dude. The reason people need to be on different social channels, more than one, is because then you have an opportunity to be in front of everybody, and so you can you can. It's a segment, right? It's like a, a bunch of different pieces of pie. If you want to go after the whole pie, you don't just go into one social. 
So you're going to have people that are in TikTok, but you're also going to have people that are in Byte that hate TikTok. And then you're going to have people who use Instagram Reels who hate all the others. Like yeah, but you're, if you're you like want to own that segment, you need to be on every single one sharing content that fits. You're thinking like a marketer them. right now, though. You're not thinking like a normal person who uses people, social media. Dude, people aren't normal for social media. You don't think so? I think there's still a pretty good segment of people that just use social media to like see what their friends are doing. And I'm not saying what you're saying is wrong. You're just looking at like a marketer, like trying to capture audience share, which yes. is what we do. Like, I right. respect it. Like, you're yeah. good at it, you know? But I think that normal people just want to be where everybody else is at, oh, you yeah. know? Well, and that's why it's fragmented. Somebody, yeah. there's only like, there's a whole bunch of people that only will be on TikTok moving forward. Or you know, it's Twitter because they got the, they got the sleeves rolled up, right? Yeah. Like people they just, love to like, fight on Twitter, man. They're like 7.30 comes in, they wake up, and then they start like bobbing and weaving, you know, trying to get like punches in on people like pow, 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 pow. Yeah. That's how I am in the morning with my Twitter. <laughs> I know. You, you love it. See, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty apolitical on, on all the social media, only because I created all this Colfax social media when I was at work. And when I was at work on the air, I tried to be apolitical about things. Because it's it's audience expectation. You know what I mean? Like, I know a lot about Rush, and I'm a dad, and I try and be funny. Mm -hmm. Like, my politics don't work into that angle very well. So I just kind of, not that I'm afraid of it, dude, or complicit in not talking about politics, but I try and kind of say neutral. And you know what's super funny? Even though we said we were going to not talk about social media this we're episode. Right yeah, we've been doing nothing but. We've been doing nothing but. <laughs> um, well, okay, I got a good segue then. Uh, I do dads, too. You go first. As dads, because I'm forcing myself in there. Go ahead. Um, as dads, do we weigh our options too much before we actually take action? Or is that just a me thing? Like when I started, when I first had my kids, I was okay. wondering, should I create like, and you and I have talked about this. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but should I create like a social footprint for my son and my daughter? And then just kind of like manage it and then pass it on to them when they're ready for it. Or, you know, what, like by the time they're old enough to take it over, are they even going to care about Facebook? Right. Like, you know, where do yeah. I go with that? And so I'm wrestling internally. And then I have the same conversation with myself. Like, should I start my own personal bite? Should I start my own personal, you know, but there's one melon that we were talking about where it's like more of a podcasting thing, but like, should I start my own socials for these things just to test the waters and kind of figure it out? And then I start thinking about it like a marketer and then that takes over and that kind of makes my decision. But like, does anybody else kind of struggle with that? I don't know. I see, I have two distinct lanes with social media. Like one, I haven't created any social media for my kids and I probably won't. I don't want to document them before. I don't want to create a footprint for them. I'll let them create their own thing when they're old enough, you know, but that's me. Um, I like for my personal social, like I have a Facebook and an Instagram and that's about it. And, and I mean, we're friends on there. Like all I really do is share pictures from my daughter's birthday party or whatever. You know what I mean? That's about the extent of it. And then my, all my Colfax stuff, it, I still in essence use it as a marketer does. You know what I mean? I'm trying to put up funny memes to make people laugh and I'm trying to promote our podcast and whatever else is going on, but it's two pretty distinct lanes to me. And I don't know if I wasn't podcasting or anything, I don't know, like, I don't know if I would be on Twitter. Hmm. 
I don't know. I don't know if I'd be Twitter's like really toxic right now. And I just, I struggle with it. I look at it. I miss Twitter when people would like, I miss things being fun. And maybe that's a statement on the overall world, but like, it's so freaking serious on Twitter. Now it's, it's hard and people are fighting and people are disagreeing and it's just, it's very divisive right now. And I don't, I don't love it, dude. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't love it. You know? Yeah. It, um, it seems It seems like, it seems like just in general, things are just toxic. And I wonder if it's because we're, we're woke and it's a, it's a jarring experience. I think it's because we're in the middle of a pandemic and I think our politics are weird. And I think, I mean, for God's sake, if we could all just get out for a little bit and hang out, I think it would make it all a lot better. You know what I mean? I don't know. There's certainly positives to it. And this was my transition from the last one. My daughter had a virtual birthday party last weekend where she, uh, they they all watched some Disney movie together online together and they all like painted their nails like via they used Google Hangouts, but they all painted their nails and did facials. They had like a little slumber party, except they did it all virtually, which was pretty sweet. Is that was that did they watch Mulan? No, they watched uh Hocus Pocus, I think, with the witches. Yeah, dude. That's yeah. the one to watch. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. I told her she should watch. There's a there's a uh, Halloween special out there called Spookly the Square Pumpkin. Are you familiar <laughs> with this? No. It's on Netflix. You should watch it with your kids. It's about a square pumpkin and like how his life sucks because he's square. But then, you know, spoiler alert, in the end, like being square ends up being his difference was the advantage that he had, the square pumpkin. You should watch it. It's it's lit, dude. I watch it I every like time. That. Yeah, it's pretty good, man. I like it a lot. Halloween's coming up. What are you doing for your kids for Halloween? So my son keeps wanting to change his uh, outfit. We haven't bought it yet, mm. but he started off saying that he wanted to be what did he? He wanted to be a cowboy, I think, to start. And then he was like, "Wait, can I be a werewolf?" And we we're like, "Yeah, sure." And then he's like, "Can I be? Can I be a vampire?" <laughs> it's like, okay, well, now you got you got to pick one. And yeah. then that's the one we're going to do. But, you know, because it's pandemic times, are you going to do trick-or-treating? No. We're not, and it sucks. I feel we're like gonna, I want to just go knock on people's doors and then run away. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to... Um, I don't know. My, I think we're going to have candy, and we're just going to hang out and pop popcorn and watch a scary movie or something. I, I just don't know. Like, things are... <laughs> weird you know what i mean and chances are like it would be fine but like what if it wasn't you know what i mean like what if i I don't know it's just so sketchy you know what i mean i went to a place the other day well nobody was wearing masks right and everybody was a little too close and it was super weird like and i backed out like i was like peace out bro i'm not gonna be here and i thought like what if we're going through the neighborhood and like i don't know like there's a close talker or something or it's something weird like what if, I, I don't want any of this dude or what if like death a, of the close talker bro i know what if like another group of people want to like link up and go trick-or-treating with us which would be fine but like not if i don't know them like i don't want i don't even like strangers in normal times but certainly not during a pandemic i'm not going to interact with strangers like there's too many variables going on man and it's getting in my head i will tell you one thing on this and i realized it we had lunch the other day i actually went out of beer had beers and i drank in a bubble it was like a literal like bubble and it was my brother's bar it's on 15th and platt and outside they have like these bubbles set up where you sit in the bubble with your crew and then you drink a couple beers was but like, like a blow up bubble or something yeah 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 like a yurt huh. Like, 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 <laughs> like a awesome. biodome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. But like, 
I was so worried about the kids and their interaction with like other kids when this we get through this, right? Like, yeah. sh- I should be worried about myself, dude. Like, I'm like, hey, you got to back up, dog. Like, I don't want to be near you at all. Like, I just, I'm like, I need like six feet around me at all times. Like, I'm like, bro, this sucks. Like, it's affected me. I don't know how to behave in public anymore, man. I, I went to a restaurant the other day and I was like facing the wall eating instead of like facing who I was eating with. <laughs> oh, dude i just don't know i don't know the answer to that it's it's getting me weird man like i don't know what to do i don't know i'm tired of being at home if we're being honest i think i'm getting pandemic burnout right now because i'm tired of being at home i'm tired of working from home like i'm just tired of all of it dude i i seriously have had pandemic burnout for a while and i i miss so i'm the problem is is that i'm the close talker that you know yeah <laughs> I, I, I'm the guy who walks up and wants a hug when it's appropriate. I know that there's boundaries for that. Um, and then, and then I'm like wanting to get around and talk to people and it energizes me and, you know, I love my family, but it's, it's, I'm at home all the time. I walk down into my basement and then I'm like, well, I guess I'm here now. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, it's with, I'm, I'm. I'm with you and I I don't know what we're going to do. I got to figure it out. I had a friend come up. He bought a dog and uh he came up on my front porch to show me the dog a couple like last week. Yeah. And it was like at 8:30 in the morning. So I work like right by my front door. If you um walk down my street, you'd see me like sitting in my window. I'm like uh one of those it like the old department stores they have those those things set up in the windows with like, oh, the yeah. fake scenes. The, That's the, me. What is that called? That's called like a like a display, like a diorama. Diorama. It's not a diorama. That. Yeah. It's something like that. Anyway, like it's a big window in front of me because I like to have some white. And, uh, but like it's me working on a laptop, just kind of cranking along over here. Anyway, I forgot where I was going because I pictured myself being in a bubble working through the window. If you walk by, you would just see me in the window working. But like, yeah, after a while, I'm like, dude, I just want to go do something, like get somewhere. So is the go somewhere, do something? Did you, did you read that article on renting a movie theater? Yes. Dude, that's a good deal. We should try and do that. I don't, but I don't know. In Denver, they have these restrictions now. Um, so the movie companies, well, the movie theater companies are in a dire place. And you and I both work for movie theaters at some point in our life. So it's kind of near and dear to us. But that's tr- it's problematic because a lot of them are closed. And even if they're open, like the thought of me going into a movie crowded movie theater seems, I mean, literally like terrible too. Like there's zero chance I'm getting down with that. So some of the movie theater chains are renting out their theaters for like surprisingly not that much, like 99 bucks and you get a whole theater to yourself to watch a movie. And I think that's worth it because that's, I mean, I don't remember the last time I went, but I'm pretty sure I spent more than that for my family of four to go to a movie because you got to buy tickets, 10, $12 each popcorn, sodas, candy for the kids, ice cream sometimes. If it's a theater where you can drink drinks, like by the time you're done there, it's like 120 bucks that you buy. I'm telling you, man, you could go to your own theater for a hundred. There's something to it. I was going to look into it and see what it is. The, the, I, I, I would go, although I think it'd be super weird to be in a theater by myself, you know, and it might, it gets to be pretty cool. I'd be into it. Here's, here's what you should do. Now this is uh, nobody's paying me for saying this, but if you haven't bought uh, uh, a VR setup and you're able to, yeah, you know, as, as Black Friday comes, I bet you they become super 
uh, cheap comparatively. You know what I mean? Like, not going to be cheap. But, mm. like, for a gaming system, probably pretty cheap. Dude, you can watch, like, movies and stuff on the screen and go through experiences. The thing that scared me the other day was, um, or not scared me, but just, like, I, I was too nervous to actually do it, and it's probably how I'm soft, is they have horror like experiences where you can like watch what's going on in 360 VR of like children that are creepy coming at you. Now, see, that's terrible. It's terrifying. Would you do you that? No, no. That's I don't like haunted houses. I don't like any of that stuff. I don't like. I don't want any of that. Dude, I, life is life is scary already on its own. I don't need any type of like outside stimulation with that. I tell you what, dude, it was, it was creeping me out because I was, I was, I had the VR set up and I was like, looking, I was like, Ooh, what's this little new section over here? You know, cause they changed the outlay and, um, they had just experiences like they had, you could fly with like the blue angels and you could go downhill skiing. And, and I was like, Oh man, this is going to get me all motion sick. And then there was a horror section and there was like clowns and children and, haunted house and ghosts and i was like oh my it was like one in the morning yeah. <laughs> i was just thinking to myself i'm gonna be so scared <laughs> uh, dude i am uh, there's actually a new oculus 2 that just came out like facebook just announced it uh-huh. they're all excited it's all over my feeds right now it's it's talking to you like now i'm now being targeted for an oculus 2 it's like hang out with your friend gerbil you should dude you could do two-player all right. I can't get it. We'll wait. Christmas is coming. Um, what else do we have? We got the VR. We got fear, me fearing, hanging out with people. Okay. Tell me the one thing that you did recently that made you feel like a super dad. Do you have anything top of mind? Uh, Mine's going to sound super lame, but it's totally what made me feel like a superhuman. I went to the store. I think really early in the morning we were out of something and I was mad that I was going to the store so early. Yeah. And then I walk in and right there, I see a three pack of Clorox wipes. Oh, and nice. I, I jumped on that. Like I almost tackled the entire display. <laughs> I came home and I held it up like the radio from that movie in the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. I don't say anything. John Cusack. Yeah. <laughs> You knew, I know. you knew, I know, you know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Dude, that's funny. I actually was at Target the other day and I found some Clorox cleanups and I got a three pack and I brought it home and I was like, Hey, look at this. We can get them again. And I was like, hell yeah. We're getting steps to normalcy. See, and that to me, that shows me two things that shows me I'm getting older. I tell you what, 10 years ago, I wouldn't have cared. I'd have been like, whatever. Nobody uses those anyways. Yeah. Now it's gold now. And now it's like, it made me feel like I was ready to like tear down walls and chainsaw a tree down or something, you know, like drink a beer. Yeah. I like it, dude. I like it. <laughs> um, I don't have any, I, you know, I don't know. I bought an ax. Do we talk about this on the podcast already? No. I bought an, an ax and I'm, I'm chopping out this stump. The one that I was going to burn. No, I might still may burn it, but that's, I mean, that's too, that's another conversation altogether. <laughs> but we put the stump out into it like last season and now it's like decayed. So I was axing it out. I was going to show my son how to use my ax. And then my wife was like, that's a terrible idea. Don't do that. But yeah, more importantly than the super dad thing. Uh, so that weird powder stuff you put in the stumps to decay it in it, it says, after you do that, you drill the holes in it, you put the stuff in it, you should put kerosene into the stump and then light it on fire and let it burn out. And I was like, dude, that sounds awesome. And also like a horrible, scary idea at the same time. I feel like that's just a way 
knowing where your tree stump is. It's just a way to burn down your house. Also, <laughs> yeah, I watched this YouTube video where this guy, like, I think, we, I feel like we talked about this in the podcast. I don't care. This is good enough. We can repeat it. He got a bunch of charcoal briquettes, like built like a charcoal thing. And then he put the briquettes like into the stump and they like burned their way into the stump and then created like a little underground fire in the tree stump, bring out the roots. See, and he was like, just talking about, he was like, just let it smolder for a couple of weeks and your tree stump will be gone. And I was like, dude, that sounds awesome. Also terrifying. That I would create an underground fire in my backyard. I mean, like, I don't know if that's a good idea or not. I, don't, I know it's not a good idea. That brings images of like that, you know, a, a small town out in the mountains that does mining that has an underground fire for a hundred years. We have talked about this because it's in Pennsylvania. There's a it's Centralia or something like that has like a coal fire that's been burning. They said it's going to burn for like 500 years. Anyway, I don't want that to happen in my backyard. No. Uh, no. What else is happening? Anything? I haven't been very fun this week. My daughter had a birthday. We ate some Benihanas. Dude, if you get alcoholic drinks from Benihanas, they put it in like a weird Camelback bag with a that's sprout. Cool. Yeah. What? So I had, I had like a weird bag of 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 cocktail and it like had a spout and like dude that sounds awesome yeah it was sort of you run around the restaurant telling people to slap the bag no no i took it home i'm not gonna eat dude that's the last place (laughs) because i love that place because the guy he's chopping with the onion like onion train it's the smoke i love it but like right now that's not that's not a good place to be i don't think i mean maybe it's safe i don't know the people from benny honolos i'm sure it's okay (laughs) but like i got it to go and came home like it was better that way for me man now i was like danger danger nah i'm not i I don't even like going to i go there's two liquor stores by my house one of them's big uh-huh. full of people all the time. And then when I'm small and the lady will yell at you if you don't have a mask by the door, yeah. I go to that. I go to that one. Cause it's like, they, they like put up their own plexiglass shield around the counter and she wears like saran wrap on herself. I, oh I'm my God, that's amazing. I, I freaking go to that place every time. I'm like, yo, that's my place right there. <laughs> this is my there. place. I, so it. my local, my local liquor store, wait, wait, Quick step back. Have we all become alcoholics as being at home? Like, I feel like this is no good for our. Yeah, no, we'll blame it on being at home. It, it wasn't like that beforehand. Because <laughs> like before. my liquor store, it, it sometimes scares me because there's two things. One, which is totally awesome. And then one, which I've like, I'm kind of like way on the fence about. But uh, there's a group of skateboarders that are always out there and they're awful. Like, I laugh because they're so awful at skateboarding, but they're always out there. Like they're hitting cars with their skateboards by accident, by falling. And mm-hmm. one time I, I felt like I should do the Tony Hawk thing, like yell out the window, do a kickflip. And the guy fell down and I'm like, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that to me, I love that. I mean, I always joke that they're hooligans, but they're not. The I weird like thing is that the guys behind the counter always are cleaning their guns, man. Like they always have their like, little handguns out they're like cleaning it oh really yeah dude i mean oh i don't know why (laughs) it's not i don't live in that bad of an area like it's but they always just have they like look at me they're like hey john here for your box of wine (laughs) i'm like yeah man (laughs) stay away from that that sounds scary like super scary hey they know me so i guess i'm a part of the club all right. Well, as long as the guy out to clean the gun is on your side, that's all that counts. They also uh, have this huge TV where they watch like um, fighting videos all the time. So, like, I go in and I feel like, dude, this is like, this is the alphas. 
like liquor store, right? Like this is where all the pros go, probably. I like it. I don't have that. <laughs> I have the two crowded one and I have the sketchy one with the lady with the saran wrap. But maybe I'll come out toward your house and get some get some beer. I'll go to the gun store. I'm all right with that. Are you what buying, else? Are you buying pumpkin ale yet? Nope. I'm not into it. Ale? Nope. I don't like pumpkin very much, so I'm not gonna drink that. I don't I, I don't drink pumpkin nah, ale. Nah, I don't deviate from my liquor thing. Maybe we should talk about that next week. Let's talk about liquor preferences because dads historically have like a dad drink. You know what I mean? Like, Is it like wine? We should know we'll we can drink it. I can drink wine. I, I have good wine recommendations, but I here's a spoiler. Like I'm pretty set in my ways with beer. Like I have a couple types of beer that I'm going to drink. I don't have a brand loyalty, but I have like lots of types of beers that I drink, but I don't deviate. Like I'm not going to drink. I don't think I'm going to drink a pumpkin beer, dude. Huh? Because I, I like drank a, one. I drank one just recently. That was really good. See, I feel like a spoil sport. I feel like a wet towel, but we'll talk about that. Your dad uh, choice in drinks will be the next episode, which will be close to Halloween uh, on Adventures in Dadland. You can uh, subscribe to our podcast. It costs you nothing, and it's uh, hugely appreciative. Uh, We appreciate it quite a bit, and uh, you'll be notified when a new episode comes up. You can follow me on all the socials. It's at Hey Colfax on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And... Uh, we already plugged it, but German Sausage King LLC on TikTok and Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And? And Gerbil, G3RBIL underscore in real life for my Instagram and just search Gerbil with a three. You'll find me. It's because he's a lead hacker. Thanks for listening. It's uh, Adventures in Dadland. We'll see you. Bye. Adventures. Adventures. Hot and iced sunrise batch coffee from Dunkin'. A bright and balanced, full-bodied blend, brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset. And even after that, because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard. Or re-hung. Enjoy a medium, hotter iced sunrise batch coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. New hot and iced sunrise batch coffee from Dunkin'. A bright and balanced, full-bodied blend, brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset. And even after that, because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard. Or re-hung. Enjoy a medium, hotter iced sunrise batch coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply.